Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, miracles, and discovering and using intuition to navigate the journey of a physical life. Today I welcome G. Brian Benson, author of Habits for Success, which shares ways to create a foundation of happiness, balance, and fulfillment through the discoveries of inner awareness. Hello, Brian, and thank you for joining me on Healing from Within to share how stepping out of your comfort zone <laughs> is the first step to awaken to all our talents and zest for life. Absolutely. Hi, Cheryl. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. And Brian, as listeners of Healing from Within are so well aware, my guests and I share intimate experiences and insights into the metaphysical aspects of life, which reveal much about our energetic or spiritual needs and also our mind-based ego reality or the physical world and show us how when we learn to respect and merge both sources of wisdom, we can actually find out more about ourselves, others, and the world and begin to process all our amazing spiritual gifts, helping us live a more joyful, purposeful, and healthier lifestyle. Brian, as listeners of Healing from Within are well aware, my guests and I share intimate experiences and insights into the metaphysical aspects of life, which reveal much about our energetic or spiritual needs and also our mind-based ego reality or the physical world, and shows us how when we learn to respect and merge both sources of wisdom, we can actually find out more about ourselves, others, and the world, and begin to process all our amazing spirits spiritual gifts helping us live in a more joyful, purposeful, and healthier lifestyle. In today's episode of Healing from Within, George Brian Benson, an award-winning author, radio host, filmmaker, and speaker, shares the value of trusting intuition and his own shares his own personal journey of self-growth, learning to live an authentic and fulfilling life. Brian is a four ex Ironman triathlete and cross country bicyclist who knows the value of hard work and never giving up on dreams. Brian, I always love to ask my guests to think back to childhood and remember a person, place, or event that may have left an impression on them and may have shown them or others the path they would take in life or the values that perhaps they would hold dear. Uh, for within us is the plan and destiny for our life journey, and it is part of the challenge to remember it. So think back for a minute. Well, I can tell you right now, when I was three, I told my mom I was put here to inspire people. Yes. And she, remi she, re she reminded me, I don't know, five or six years ago after I left my family business, and actually kind of started heading out on, the, on that direction. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because when I was three, my mother took a picture of me crying. We were in a bungalow colony in the Catskill Mountains. And I looked up and I said, why did you drop me here? Because I kind of saw it was a harsh place and people weren't paying attention. Well, maybe didn't oh. know that we were all here to learn to love and to live and to follow our inner instincts and to do right 
and I saw a lot of people and felt as an empath a lot of pain from people who were not living that way. So, see, yeah. at, a, at an early age, we, <laughs> we sort of know our destiny. So let's go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. What does it mean to be a man of heart and to allow your genuine nature to shine? Well, I think for me, you know, as I've, it's just, I, the more that I learn, it's just really, it comes down to just really learning how to love and accept yourself. And I think everything else starts to fall into place. And so I think I don't really tr- ever try to tell anybody what to do with what I, you know, all that I'm doing and sharing, whether it's the books, the films, you name it. I just try to live by example of living as truthfully as, and authentically as I can just to, to hopefully inspire others to do the same. And so, for me, I think that would answer that question. Well, yeah, I guess when you're a man of heart, you're a man of spirit or soul and inner wisdom or intuition, and your genuine nature does start to shine because you're not uh, living up to the expectations of others, perhaps, or the outside world or societal Mm -hmm. training, and you're really uniquely true. I would say to yourself, you know, yesterday I went to a movie, and I mm. saw um, the movie um, Unplanned, and, and okay. it's about abortion. And in the movie, uh, the producer, Mike Lindell, he's known as the Pillow Man. You know, my pillow. He sells. He sells a very I wonderful. Don't. Well, he says okay. a very wonder. <laughs> he's built a very big business, and he's gone beyond drug addiction, and mm. his pain and fears, and uh, established a huge. Corporation, and he was in this movie, and uh, like us, what we just said, he just wanted to help people. He just wanted to show love of life. He just wanted to be an example. So when he started to live from his heart, he got past a lot of his pain and uh, addiction and problems and became a man of heart, I would say, which he always Mm. was, but he had to go through some experiences before he could be who he, he was born to be, much like what we're talking about. So oh, it, yeah. it may be said that many people innately know how they should be living their lives, but often common sense is not always common practice. What do you think holds so many people back from following their own dreams or goals, and what are some ways to begin to move forward? Well, I think there's all kinds of fears that can get in the way. I mean, whether it's like you just mentioned, societal, you know, pressures or familial pressures or whatever, um, you know, just, uh, I, I think that, that, that can get in the way. Um, it, you know, I, I was running my family business for 11 years and I just started feeling burnt out and like I was supposed to do something else with my life. And I had like, I had this giant gift inside of me that wanted to come out. And I didn't know what it was and didn't know how to, re- to release it, but I knew that I needed to take that first step of leaving. And so I did, and I really stepped out into the unknown. And all of a sudden, just by following my intu- intuition, one thing happened after another, which kind of put me on this path that I've been on for the last 10 years. And I'm doing things that I had no idea were inside of me, but I, I was just open to the process, and I stepped out of my comfort zone time after time. Um, so, you know, to, as far as advice for other people, it's just, you know, really try to find a really good routine that allows you to kind of 
to, to tap into some life balance because the more that you can find balance in your life, the easier it is to listen to your intuition come through and quiet that other outside noise. And then if you're able to listen to that and just, you know, take some leaps of faith initially and, and start to learn how to trust your intuition and then just kind of step into what it's guiding you to do. And I really feel like that's, that's our golden plan right there. And so that's what I've done. Absolutely. And, and you know, we're all receiving guidance, intuition, messages from, I believe, a higher source of intelligence and love mm-hmm. that wishes mm-hmm. us to discover our potential, our infinite potential to create and manifest our best life and to discover who we are beyond the physical. And I think that's yeah. what you're talking. You wrote this, and this is absolutely how the awakening process begins for most of us. There comes a time in all of our lives when it becomes more painful for us to stay mirrored in our old habits than to step outside our comfort zone and risk the unknown as we journey towards finding our true voice. Your true voice is Mm. the language of authentic fulfillment, joy, and happiness. While speaking your true voice, creativity flows, fears subside, and peace of mind prevails. I truly want everyone to find his or her voice. And I feel like Mm -hmm. that too. You know, Brian, it took you over 40 years to begin to make this (laughs) spiritual journey. It took me just a little longer than that, but we have come... It's never too late. Yeah, no. (laughs) And we have come to know that that internal beat that you're discussing or that inner voice uh, that says we are not enough, you know, there's something Mm -hmm. more. This is an internal battle of overcoming at times feelings of unworthiness or maybe the fear of uh, failure or not being successful and being judged for by other and while fear is a good thing and can lead to resilience as you're beginning to push past restrictions um, if you all let it overtake you it will bring you a great deal of unhappiness and sadness and limit you from your true potential so that's what we have to discover mm. what it is we're afraid of and then so go up against it and realize that most of the fears we have are not true they're illusions there's really only two. There's only two fears that are true. I interviewed a woman not too long ago who said the two fears we're born with are the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Everything else is just a story that we create mm. for ourselves. So it's good to remember that. Interesting. Yeah, it is yeah. interesting. I didn't know that, and I was very happy to learn that because so there, are, there are so many fears that people have and we can overcome them all so let's go on to tell us about your awakening process and how you felt and how you decided to act on those I know it was when you were working in the family business and mm-hmm. and you, you probably wanted your family to be proud of you and you wanted to help them and it was hard for you to realize that you might that they could work on their own and do what they had to do and you could do what you had to do. So I guess that might have been something that you you were afraid to hurt them, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, absolutely. You know, my parents were divorced, so it was, it was, my, it was my dad. My dad was in insurance, had an insurance business. So the, we had, the, the business that we did together was a golf center. We had a driving range and a retail store and a nine-hole par three course up in Oregon. And so I, I had been running, I grew up working there, but then I ended up running it for 11 years. And I just, 
You know, luckily he was understanding. He wanted me to be happy ultimately, and he shared some things to me too. It was interesting about, you know, had he been able to do it all over, he would have made a different choice. And so I think that him seeing that in himself really even gave him more um, the willingness to even really, really, really try to stand behind my thoughts and feelings and let me go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, so that was so that was nice. Yeah, and I think he also was part of you coming to understand that balance can be thought of as mental steadiness and emotional stability and a habit of calm behavior and good judgment and a state of equilibrium. And you were finding that, and you may have had that from him and from the work you initially were doing with him, which gave you a good foundation for you to go out and do other things. Now, in regard to balance and building your own solid foundation, regardless of others in our life uh, who may want to hold us back because of their own unresolved fears, in my book, The Living Spirit, I wrote, highly conscious human beings now and in the future are the templates for the evolution of humanity and for the creation of a finer state of harmony and balance. It will be in the sharing of our dynamic, beautiful, inspiring thoughts and in rethinking and reprogramming any limiting thoughts that the shift will move many of us to a more productive level of purer thought and action. With greater self-awareness and cosmic awareness come a greater responsibility to share and exchange these ideas with those who will listen. Awareness of existing Mm. energies, emotions, and the motivations for our behaviors help us to balance our own energies. So that's what you discovered. Mm. The balance, your own energies, your own potential, your own intuition getting louder and clearer as you were able yes yeah yes well i was going to say yes i mean initially it was just i i just knew that i needed to leave and i trusted that i just took i trusted enough to take that leap into the unknown and it's interesting that you mentioned balance so uh after i told him that i wanted to leave uh we decided to sell it so i ended up having to stay an extra year while we listed it and went through the whole process of selling and finding a buyer so so but that ended up being a blessing in disguise it was tough at first because i was just ready to hit the road but one day uh, i sat down because i was feeling out of balance and i just came up with five things that i knew that would help keep me in balance during that period and you know i would refer to my list whenever i felt like i needed to and it helped me and then my intuition started screaming expand the list and write a book and i'd never written a book before but I, it just poured through me in about a month and a half, and then I self-published it, and it, you know, it kind of came out right at the tail end of me leaving, um, finally leaving. And so that, that in and of itself not only helped me through that process, but really helped me begin to learn how to solidify my foundation uh, and have those tools of knowing what threw me out of balance and what kept me in balance. And, and writing that book also kind of pointed me in a, this, this direction that I've continue down so it, it's really interesting how you know the synchronicities and, and the intuitive hits and hunches um well they do have come, perfect, come through yeah you know nothing oh, yeah. nothing is random the plan is the plan no our individual no. plans and our collective plans we just, for we just working have to together. To <laughs> yes that is yeah. the key paying attention now i like that you said that 
Intuition can be communicated in many different ways. So you said the first one, which you discussed already, was a feeling of restlessness when you feel it's time to make a change, to explore new Mm -hmm. challenges. It just keeps coming into your heart. You Mm -hmm. just keep feeling something is not right. You could be happy in your job. You could be happy in your home. You could be sort of happy in your relationships. But you know there's (laughs) something more. There's something more calling to you. For you, it was the book. Uh, For me, it was also to write a few books to share this great understanding that we're very much more than our physical body and that Mm -hmm. life or consciousness survives physical death. Because I thought that was the greatest thing I had ever learned in all my Mm. (laughs) educational pursuits (laughs) and everything. And I wanted to share it like you with everybody because it was the key to feeling good in our body, feeling comfortable in life and being free of so many other fears. But tell us a few more. The next one was you may notice a recurrence of thoughts and opportunities or synchronicity, right? Sure, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, for me, it's interesting. Sometimes it's a little hard for me to talk about intuition because I think it affects everybody a little bit differently. You know, for me, yeah, absolutely. You know, there was that restlessness. It's a challenge of being in the business. But once I I wrote that book and – it, it kind of came to me in different ways. For example, I was terrified to speak in front of people. And when the book came out, uh, it, it won a couple of awards, but I, I wasn't selling a whole lot because, number one, I didn't know how to market it in 2009. And number two, I was terrified to speak in front of people. So I knew that if I wanted to share that message, I needed to overcome that. And so even though it was very scary for me, I my intuition just kind of uh, – nudged me in, in this direction of doing a whole bunch of different things to step out of my comfort zone in that realm. For example, um, you know, I did Toastmasters for a little bit. I did a couple of community college speech classes. I, I created my own interactive workshop. I hired someone to coach an internet radio show with me. I took an acting class. I just did a lot of different things that I felt like I was supposed to do and that would help me, and they really did, and it was a process. But but every time I did something like that, it led to something else. And I never planned on acting, but but through a, a you know I don't know if we have time to share that little story, but it's quite interesting as well. Um, I just got this this feeling of it's like all systems go. Even though it was scary, I always knew I was on the right track if something felt scary but also exciting. Yes. Oh, that's very good. A little scary, but you know you have to do it, and you just ask yeah. for some help from upstairs, and you can do it. <laughs> I had a lot of the same things as you. I had to get learned to speak in front of people. I had to do a radio show. I was told to do a radio show by spirit, mm. and I said, oh, I don't think so. I was told to take uh, <laughs> yoga and learn to be a Reiki master teacher, an energy healer, and I said, oh, no, I don't think so. I'm just a little into intuitive like all of us but i don't think so and every time i said i don't think so within a short time (laughs) there i was doing it because once the thought is there and it's right for your path you are going to get the help to do it and it 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 just it's it's easier than we think and once we do it the fear is gone and we're on to the next challenge and project so let's go on yeah Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead. All right. So I always tell my clients who come to me for energy healing sessions and intuitive readings that there is no failure. 
only opportunities for new experiences and to develop the soul's reason for having a physical life at all. And I believe that is to experience feelings, emotions on all sides of the spectrum so we can remember who we are as spiritual beings having a physical life and begin to really create the best version of ourselves. You have a chapter, It's Okay to Fail. Can you tell us about that? Mm. Sure. You know, obviously we've been taught that, you know, failure is not a good thing. But if you really think about it, I think it's amazing because it can do so much for us if we pay attention and we're open to it. For example, uh, I think it helps us build character. Uh, I think it can help but teach us to be more empathetic towards mm. others. I, I think it makes us humble. Um, a, a lot of times it will force us to dig deeper, to hone what we're doing. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes I it teaches us, yeah. yeah, it teaches us a new way to do things as well. Right. So, so remember you know, that that's important, a new way to do things. It teaches us, this is really important, to know that everyone's unique and there's not one way forward. There are many ways on the path of knowing yourself and knowing spiritual truths and knowing who you are and what life's all about. And we have mm -hmm. to learn to allow everyone to walk in their own journey and not to be so judgmental and to expect people to be like us because we're all so different. We have some similarities, yes, but our uniqueness comes in finding our own path forward. So, so that's very mm -hmm. interesting that you said that. But let's talk about mm -hmm. another big word and another thing people mm -hmm. don't like to do. Let's talk about being vulnerable. Mm. That's a big one. Yeah, you know, that's been really, really huge for me. And Me too. <laughs> when I started, yeah, when I started writing self-help books, you know, uh, like in 2009, I think the second one came out in 2013, whew, there was a part of me that still wasn't showing the world all of me. And I started putting a lot of pressure on myself to be perfect and almost pious because here I was writing self-help books. And I thought that's the way I needed to be. <laughs> And I lost myself. I, I lost the fun, kind of sometimes goofy, witty person that I was. And I, and I started becoming really unhappy. And, but I found uh, when I moved to L.A. about six years ago, I started uh, pursuing acting because I felt like that would be a really good tool and education for me. And, and it was. Just through the classes that I took, I, I learned how to feel more in public and, and become vulnerable and, you know, put myself out there. And, and it it, it was also, of course, it's a little bit scary, but, but it was also cathartic. And, you know, going forward, it's really, really, just, it's been good for me. There's a part of me, I'm, a, I'm an outgoing introvert, so I am kind of an introvert and a bit private. However, you know, there's a part of me that definitely shares a lot because I'm sharing my journey and all the you know, stuff that I write about. And, but uh, being vulnerable is really an important part of our growth process and self-awareness process. Yeah, because the word vulnerable means being open to moral attack or criticism or temptation <laughs> or being capable of, or susceptible to being 
wounded or hurt. Nobody, everyone's afraid to be wounded or hurt. But it's only in feeling mm -hmm. all the emotions that we can as human beings that our soul has a chance to refine itself and to do what we came here to do in this physical life, which is to refine that soul energy and to really experience everything. So there is no good mm -hmm. or bad, rich or poor, bad, you know, black or white. There mm -hmm. is only experience without judgment, and that's what mm -hmm. we're here to do. So we have to be vulnerable. It's one of the most important qualities we need so we can open ourselves up and let our energy connect. We're all connected to each other anyhow, to, to each Absolutely. other's feelings. And, and we are aware when we walk into a room, if someone perhaps is angry or, or anxious, and uh, we all have this quality, but some of us work on developing it a little bit more or we're, we're born with the capacity to feel it a little bit more. And it's a very helpful way to learn more about ourselves individually and other people. Mm. So what mm -hmm. do you want readers of Habits for Success to take away with them after reading the book? Wow. Well, you know, there, there's so many different chapters that talk about so many different things. And I think for me, you know, it's just a culmination of the last 10 years of my life of kind of being in the observer's role, actually kind of paying attention to my own kind of hero's journey and self-awareness and self-growth um, experience. And so I just, I want to just make it easier for people. I mean, obviously, we all have to go through our own stuff. However, you know, I've, I've written down things that really worked for me, that are tried and true, and that, that inspired me. And, and uh, ultimately, I mean, as you know, we're here to learn and grow, being, you know, spiritual beings having human experience. But I think that the greatest thing that we can learn how to do, in which we talked about at the start of the show, is to learn how to love and accept ourselves. And so I think everything that we do in our self-awareness and self-growth process is done to support that. You know, and so, you know, I'm here just to let people know that they're enough. That you know, they're enough. That. Very good. Yeah. Yes, that is very true. We are absolutely enough. And I think, Brian, your explanations through the use of words that explore our human thinking, like vulnerability, uh, failure that we talked about, creativity, creativity, intuition, mm -hmm. balance, foundation, service, intentions, and so on, are all just exploring the nature of inner life or soul being and setting up a framework. And I think, mm -hmm. Brian, you may simply want people to know that anything and everything <laughs> is possible when you finally discover yourself and I think you did a great yeah. job in the book through the use of these uh, words to help people thank you. know that so thank I, I want to thank you G. Brian Benson author of Habits for Success for your delightful creative use of words their meanings and the power to expand through understanding these words on the concepts of life in both its divine and human aspects Brian offers in a clear understandable process solutions to age old questions that offer and have eluded many of us and stop their progress towards healing and living in joy and peace. To find a way to develop habits for success and to purchase this book, go to gbrianbenson.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have seen how G. Brian Benson 
walked away from a safe and secure lifestyle to pursue his dreams and spiritual goals, taking a chance on life and himself, and ultimately finding his personal power to find joy in aspects of life that others may not have thought so important. Listening to his heart and following his mind or spiritual connection to all of life, he was able to find and walk his path to his destiny, which was to be a free soul, supporting his discoveries of what is valuable to him. As Brian explored the word gratitude, which is the quality or feeling of being grateful or thankful, he wrote, Our attitude is the lens with which we see the world. Try and give thanks for all that comes your way, the good and the bad. You may ask, why would I want to give thanks for something bad that happened? Well, we are here to learn and grow, and the greatest learning opportunities usually occur during trying experiences. Be thankful for them, and the new, hopefully wiser you who come out of a tough situation. Brian and I would have you begin to explore your feelings and let go of past control instincts so you may allow life to unfold and flow with it instead of resisting out of fears your deepest and most creative loving instincts. Embrace yourself and life. Live each day with curiosity and hope and find ways to laugh, smile, enjoy all the beauty within yourself and in the world. Make life what you envision and create it daily as you walk the path of your destiny. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to leaders in the fields of metaphysics, science, spirituality, religion, energy, healing, medicine, and the arts and music as we offer insights and methods to discover our full potential to thrive in an ever-changing world. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.